It's 6 p.m. and you are tuned to your community radio station, KVMR FM Nevada City, KCPC Camino. Today is Friday, June 11, 2021, and it's time for the KVMR Evening News. Good evening, I'm Kelly Reese. Earlier this week, a federal judge overturned California's 30-year-old assault weapons ban. Tonight, the California report looks into the state's appeal of that ruling. Then, a group including UC San Diego students and faculty call for an end to police presence on college campuses. And finally, a dive into what California's upcoming reopening may look like. Ever wonder which planet is best for a leisurely stroll? After local headlines and weather, we get some help from Al Stoller in answering this question. We close tonight with Paul Emery's interview of legendary blues guitarist Taj Mahal. This is the California Report. I'm Lily Jamali. California is appealing a federal judge's ruling that threw out the state's 30-year-old assault weapons ban. Governor Gavin Newsom and Attorney General Rob Bonta were joined by Dr. Andre Campbell, a trauma surgeon at San Francisco General Hospital, in announcing the appeal yesterday. Let me just say this, and I'm going to say this a couple times. An AR-15 is a weapon of mass destruction. It is used in battlefield to kill the enemy. It is a gun that is used in warfare and it should not be available or used in the streets of the United States. To equate an assault weapon to pocket knife is totally wrong. That was a reference to the judge's wording in the decision last Friday when he declared that the law violates the Second Amendment. The state is also asking a federal court to extend a stay on the ruling while it goes through the appeals process. Well, conversations around the role of police in society are continuing, and this week a group gathered in San Diego to call for the elimination of police departments at universities. Christina Kim from our sister station KPBS was there. UC San Diego students and faculty, together with local social justice organizations, say it's time to end police presence on college campuses. Essence Leanne, a third-year UC San Diego student and an organizer with the group UCSD Cops Off Campus, was pulled over by campus police on May 25th. Leanne says she was racially profiled and still remembers what ran through her head in that moment. I had an interpersonal dialogue with myself. Don't die, Essence. It, it was really that simple. And that's what you have to, you have to police yourself. In an emailed statement, a UC San Diego spokesperson said the UC system has been working with stakeholders, including students, to create the Presidential Campus Safety Plan, which will, quote, transform UC's culture, policies, and practices to achieve a vision of safety in which all members of the community feel further welcomed, respected, and protected. The current UC San Diego Police Department budget is $13.9 million. Students and faculty working to get police off campus say campus safety can still be achieved if the department is eliminated and those funds are redistributed. For the California Report, I'm Christina Kim in San Diego. The union representing teachers in the L.A. Unified School District has reached a tentative deal for a return to traditional in-person instruction this fall. The proposed deal between United Teachers Los Angeles and the district calls for continued COVID-19 testing at least every two weeks. Students and teachers would also be required to wear masks regardless of whether they're vaccinated. There would be some exceptions for students with disabilities. The deal must be voted on by the union's full membership and the LA Unified Board of Education. Well, on Tuesday, California reopens for business as usual, and part of that is ditching the state's mask mandate. 
The state will align the CDC's most recent mask guidelines, which mean fully vaxxed folks can remove masks pretty much everywhere, with some exceptions. But not everyone might be rushing to scrap theirs. Here to tell us more is Carly Severn. She is KQED's senior engagement editor. And Carly, starting Tuesday, where can fully vaxxed people ditch their masks? So pretty much everywhere. This is actually California aligning with the CDC's guidance that was actually released back in May. The state waited a month to adopt it. So from Tuesday onwards, the only places that vaccinated Californians are going to be required to wear masks are on or around public transit. So that's, you know, BART in the Bay Area, ferries, airplanes, airports, uh, and also indoors in K-12 schools and childcare settings, in healthcare settings, homeless shelters, emergency shelters, and cooling centers. There's also quite a few rules being worked out about workplaces, which might well require employees to still mask up. And of course, some businesses like stores can keep mask rules for customers. Everywhere else, if you're vaccinated, you don't need a mask. Wow. It's really just wild to even imagine that. So everyone who is vaccinated will be rushing to ditch their masks on Tuesday. Am I right? Well, not necessarily. The state adopted the previous CDC guidance on people not needing masks outside in most situations, regardless of their vaccination status. But in many places around the state, you still see many folks wearing masks on the street, right? We actually asked KQED's social media audiences whether they were going to keep wearing their mask after Tuesday, even though they're vaccinated. And a lot of people said yes. And the reasons they gave were actually really interesting. Some were about uh, medical health concerns and others were kind of more social considerations. Yeah, I will say that now that people are traveling more, uh, we have had family come in from other parts of the country, and they're really surprised at how many people are still wearing masks here in the Bay Area. What were some of the medical concerns that went into some of this decision making? So... A big reason that our social media audiences were telling us was this concern that kids under 12 can't actually get the vaccine yet. And, you know, it's really natural that parents and caregivers would be wondering about this one. I actually checked in with Dr. Peter Chin Hong, who's a professor of medicine and infectious disease at UCSF. And he said that while, yep, this is really understandable, and yes, there have been instances of kids being affected, the general risk level for kids is lower than it is for adults. But if adults in the family want to keep masking to like a model mask wearing for their kids, that is not a bad thing at all. And other folks told KQED that, you know, they had immunocompromised people in their life or they still wanted to mask because of concern for those who hadn't been able to access vaccines yet. Again, all quite natural things to come into people's minds. All right, big day coming up on the 15th and really cool to hear from our audience. Carly Severn, KQED's Senior Engagement Editor, thank you. Thank you, Lily. Support for the California Report comes from Hint. Fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories, in stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. Stanford Medicine, protecting your health and providing dependable care with safe in-person appointments and video visits, stanfordhealthcare.org slash adaptingcare, and Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food, on the web at theschmidt.org. 
And that is the California Report for this Friday. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer and Katie McMurrin, with assistance from Seal Muller. Our producers are Mary Franklin Harvin and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our director of news is Vinnie Tong. Our executive editor is Ethan Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Lily Jamali. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. Nevada City Film Festival's Movies Under the Pines returns to Memorial Park this evening with Wes Anderson's adaptation of Roald Dahl's classic children's story, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Movies Under the Pines will also screen films July 9th and August 13th. Due to COVID, this screening is limited to 250 attendees. Moviegoers must purchase their tickets in advance. Gates open at 8 p.m. and the film begins at 8.30. More information can be found at NevadaCityFilmFestival.com. Tomorrow, Saturday, June 12th, the Center for the Arts presents Grammy Award winner and Blues Hall of Fame member Taj Mahal as part of their summer concert series. He will be performing at 6.30 p.m. at the Nevada County Fairgrounds. Folk songwriter Rita Hosking and multi-instrumentalist Sean Fetter will open. Head to thecenterforthearts.org for more information. This Saturday, June 12th, Downtown Grass Valley plays host to Second Saturday's Art Walk from 11 to 3. A hefty lineup of artists and musicians will provide music and art booths throughout the downtown area. Art Walk Grass Valley is a project of the Center for the Arts and the Grass Valley Downtown Association. The Crocker Art Museum presents The Business of Beauty, The Life and Work of Louis Comfort Tiffany at 2 p.m. on Saturday, June 12th. Associate Curator Jamie Yar and celebrated Tiffany expert and Antiques Roadshow guest appraiser Arlie Solka will engage in a virtual discussion covering the unique context into the business, art, and human side of the Tiffany story. The program coincides with the new Crocker exhibit, focusing on Louis Comfort Tiffany, which opened June 6. Register online at crockerart.org for the virtual lecture. The Reno River Festival returns this weekend after a COVID-induced hiatus. This Saturday and Sunday, downtown Reno hosts a celebration of all things local. Local live music, local craft beer, local food, and local craft vendors. Tickets are available online. And now for regional weather. In Grass Valley in Nevada City, tonight, some clouds with a low around 58. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 83. In Truckee and Lake Tahoe, tonight partly cloudy with a low around 40. Tomorrow will be sunny with a high near 76. And in Sacramento and Woodland, tonight passing clouds with a low around 58. Tomorrow, sunny with a high near 91. Finding a planet is not very hard, so long as you know just where to look. Al Stoller tells us just where to look this Sunday night to find planet Mars. You're cruising through the solar system in your spaceship. It's been a while since you stood on solid ground. It's time to get out for a walk. Which planet should you land on? Half the planets in the solar system are not at all good for a walk, because half the planets in the solar system do not have a surface to walk on. Jupiter and Saturn, Uranus and Neptune, these are completely unwalkable. These planets are gas giants, made almost entirely of air. Gas giants are good for ballooning, 
not for walking. The other four planets in the solar system, Mercury and Venus, Earth and Mars, these do have solid surfaces we could walk on. Mercury is super close to the Sun. If the Sun is up, it is hot. But Mercury has absolutely no air, and it's air that keeps the planet warm at night. So as soon as the Sun goes down, Mercury gets cold. There is one part of Mercury, just between day and night, where the sky is not dark, nor is it bright. This is the Twilight Zone. The phrase Twilight Zone was invented to describe this region between day and night on Mercury. Venus, as opposed to Mercury, has lots of air to keep its nightside warm. Venus has so much air, close to a hundred times more air than Earth, and nearly all of it carbon dioxide, Venus is a hothouse. Any time of day or night, on the equator or at the North Pole, a Fahrenheit thermometer on Venus reads over 800 degrees. So landing on Venus is suicide, even for a robot. The record for a robot lander to survive on Venus is one hour. Next planet out from Venus is Earth. One of the best kept secrets in the drug trade is that taking a walk on Earth is better medicine than any antidepressant you can buy. Let's say, though, that for reasons of our own, this is not the right time to show up on Earth. That leaves just one more planet we might walk on, planet Mars. Mars is an oddball planet. It's got what looks like an ancient ocean basin, but that basin today is bone dry. Mars has ice caps at its poles, ice caps like those on Earth made of frozen water, but made also of frozen carbon dioxide, dry ice. It gets cold on Mars. And something odd, not so much about Mars, something odd about your and my eyes. You know how colors look different depending on whether you're indoors or out. Colors also look different depending on the colors around them. It turns out that if you look at rust, red-brown rust, against the blackness of space, rust looks orangey-red. The surface of Mars is covered with rust, or something very similar, and it will be easy to see next Sunday night as soon as the sky grows dark. Just look for Mars right below the crescent moon. With luck, the brightness of the moon will not hide the redness of Mars having finally found a planet, planet Mars, to walk on. Let me close by saying that, again, this Sunday night, Mars will be just below the crescent moon. And also that, for KVMR, I'm Al Stoller. Paul Emery speaks with blues legend Taj Mahal about his influence on blues, folk, and calypso music and his upcoming performance tomorrow evening as the kickoff to the Center for the Arts Summer Concert Series. I'm speaking with Taj Mahal, who is going to be coming to our town this Saturday for a concert. Well, welcome to KVMR, Taj. Well, thank you, Paul. My pleasure. 
Well, I, I am reminiscing back to the days that you used to come to Nevada City and play at uh, Serino's Bar, and you were always a solo there. And that was a little bar in downtown Nevada City. It was great fun. Mm-hmm. This is in the 80s. And you used to play there, and you used to like to stay at the National Hotel. Yeah, I really liked it. It was like, you know, it's, it's like one of those hotels you you see on, uh, you know, in a movie travelogue of, of an old Western town, you know, early California town, you know, and uh, it was great to stay in one, you know, to get the vibe. Well, it's all been fixed up, and uh, it's it's looks the same, except it's kind of fresher looking, shall mm-hmm. we say? So, so Taj, um, you're such an influence in music. I mean, I describe you as the master of the blues because you play so many styles. And not just blues, but all kinds of folk music. Um, I mean, everything from calypso, you know, to reggae, to country blues, to Chicago blues. How did it all start for you? How did you get in going in this direction? As, as a youngster, I was surrounded by music, I was surrounded by a musical culture. I was a product of two great cultures, the Southern American culture and the Caribbean culture which plugs me into to Latin America and Africa directly. And I've always seen where things came from, you know, and I was always shocked and amazed that most people not only did not only didn't know where they came from, they didn't even care. Then, you know, it's like, unless somebody comes around and says, smell the roses, smell the roses. We're running out of time. Smell the roses. The sky is crying. The sky is falling. It's got, you know, whatever. It's always got to be some, some hype. It's just like, can't you calm down and calm the, the noise down in your head and look back and see where your ancestors are and connect with that and realize the value of the music that we have here in this country in terms of the world, you know, it's a it's a it's a global resource. You know, I mean the global resource for joy and our language is music. So I went about learning all the different languages of music I could get going with. I speak about five or six languages regularly. And then, and then with music, all these different musics are languages. And that's what music is. And the language of our whole existence, universe, you know, the creator of all creation, you know, the creator of the creator of all creation. You know, we're not talking, you know, God, he, she, there, it, whatever. You know, I'm just saying is that all of that, is what just driven me to do this because nobody else would do it. People were only playing for money. People were only playing to be recognized. You know, people were only playing for their personal ego. This is because we, as a bunch of people on planet Earth, given what we've had as a history, we need to be healed. If you if you can tell me now that my music doesn't heal and transport positive energy into your life, well, then I'll quit right today. But I know that from the, from note one, it was it was positive energy. You cannot go through my music and find me dragging on you, pulling on you, you know, crying in my beer, crying on you, you know, being being a victim. I don't do that. I've never done that, and I've never played the blues like that. And the blues isn't about that. You know, it's like I had to write some things, move some things in the correct direction. And I have a lust for life and love and people and culture, you know, and art and dance, you know. So I express it, express all those things through music. I love people. 
So I'm speaking with Taj Mahal. Uh, we're talking about the concert you're going to do this Saturday night at the the fairgrounds, Nevada County Fairgrounds. It's being uh, produced by the Center for the Arts. Gates are at 5 o'clock, and opening act is Rita Hoskins, um, who most of us know who she is. And I, I don't know if you've met her, Taj, but she's delightful and wonderful, wonderful songwriter. I'll be looking forward to it. And singer. And uh, let me just get the information out here. You can call the Center for the Arts for ticket information at 530-274-8384, extension 209, or you can go online, thecenterforthearts.org in Grass Valley, and get all the information that you need. Hey, Taj, uh, what's next for you? What, what are you seeing now next. as you're, as you're uh, uh, you just going to kind of let things come to you and put it out there? Or do you have any big projects that you're working on at this time? Well, I'm working on, you know, I've got, I've got shows coming up, you know, in um, July. And I've got, I've always got projects. You know, I've always, I mean, if everybody, if everybody that's listening to this, this um, broadcast goes out and goes on to the internet and Googles my name, they would be so surprised at seeing I've been a, a, a musician, you know, I've been a song, a screen, you know, a movie scorer. I've acted in movies. I've been involved in children's music. There are so many places that I'm out there and everybody just kind of like thinks that we use, they don't understand is that the machine that tells you what's happening with Taj is you. Not them, not the matrix, not the construct, not the paradigm. You have to have, you have to be proactive to find out what's happening. So I'm saying is that you want to know more about this tremendous amounts. So there's over 60 albums. Okay. Most people think, oh yes, fishing booze. And that's where they stop. Oh yeah. Karina. That's where they stop. Oh yeah. Loving in my baby's eye. There is so much music because this is what I've done. I said no one was going to do what I was going to do, you know, and trying to get it advertised through the system is not going to happen. You have to know when you hear that music, that is something that you got to go for. And if you go out there, you know, and I'm always, I'm always working on projects. I have lots of projects coming up. There's books, you know, there's series, there's, you know, um, documentaries, you know, different things, but you know, lots of different stuff. Yep. That's coming up. More music and other other albums, you know, collaborations. And this is always what it's been all the time. It's just that finally now people have slowed down enough to find out what's out there. I mean, really, seriously, you can go to my my website, TajBlues.com, or you can go on to uh, to Google, or you can go on to YouTube and just put in Taj Mom, this music, that music, blah, 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 whatever. Anyway, Taj, thank you very much for the interview, and uh, uh, the whole town is looking forward to seeing you on Saturday night at the Nevada County Fairgrounds. The concert is produced by the Center for the Arts. You can contact them for ticket information. And uh, thank you very much, Taj. So we're welcoming one you more. back to Nevada County. Thank you. One more, one more thing is that I'm looking out when I look when I'm starting to play, and I'm looking out there. I want to see people moving and dancing. I think That's they'll what do it's that. All about. I think they're, all they'll right. do it. Oh, well, remind everybody, gates are at 5 o'clock. The show starts at 6.30. So um, uh, you'll find out all the information from the Center for the Arts website. Thank you so much, Taj. Right. You're welcome, man. You can listen to Paul's entire interview with Taj Mahal on our website, kvmr.org. 
or wherever you find your podcasts. That's our newscast for tonight, Friday, June 11, 2021. We get support from Wallace Design Studio, providing architectural services and design for commercial, residential, and civic projects. Clients include River Valley Community Bank, The Pizza Joint, Sierra Central Credit Union, and projects throughout Northern California. Information, wallacedesignstudio.com. And... The Nevada City Farmer's Market, every Saturday from 8.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. in Union Alley through November. Featuring sustainably grown food from local farmers, crafts, artisanal offerings, and live music. EBT accepted, ncfarmersmarket.org. Stick around, coming up next at 6.30, the California Report magazine continues their series on remembering those we've lost to COVID-19. Maribel Villanueva was only 46, a single mom with a 10-year-old son. They speak to two women who must now try and fill her shoes. And Space Force isn't just a Netflix comedy starring Steve Carell. America's newest military branch has landed in California. Then, at 7, we have Democracy Now! with host Amy Goodman. Thanks for listening. I'm excited to be here at KVMR as your new summer news anchor, even though my mom always tells me I have a face for radio and a voice for print. I'm Kelly Reese, signing off. Have a great weekend.